Good morning and welcome to day eight of morning prayer with St. Cuthbert. Today in the life of the church we remember St. David, 6th to 7th century monk, abbot and bishop of Wales, who spent much of his time wandering among the homeless, the orphans, the sick and the widows, much loved and eventually made patron saint of Wales. This is an early Welsh prayer. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, I give you greeting. Let the church and the chancel praise you. Let the plain and the hillside praise you. Let the dark and the daylight praise you. Let the birds and the honeybees praise you. Let the male and the female praise you. And I shall praise you. Lord of glory, glorious Lord, I give you greeting. Our psalm this morning, Psalm 6. O Lord, rebuke me not in your wrath, neither chasten me in your fierce anger. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are racked. My soul also shakes with terror. How long, O Lord, how long? Turn again, O Lord, and deliver my soul. Save me for your loving mercy's sake. For in death no one remembers you. And who can give you thanks in the grave? I am weary with my groaning. Every night I drench my pillow and flood my bed with my tears. My eyes are wasted with grief and worn away because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all you that do evil. For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. All my enemies shall be put to shame and confusion. They shall suddenly turn back in their shame. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, may the tears shed in your earthly life be balm for all who weep. And may the prayers of your pilgrimage give strength to all who suffer. For your mercy's sake. Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 6 at verse 1. On a Sabbath, while he was going through the grain fields, 
His disciples plucked and ate some ears of corn, rubbing them in their hands. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God, and took and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priests to eat, and also gave it to those with him? And he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath, so that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts, and he said to the man with the withered hand, Come and stand here. And he rose and stood there. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And after looking around at them all, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. And when the day came, he called his disciples, and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles, Simon, whom he called Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place, with a great crowd of his disciples, and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem, and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. 
Woe to you who are full now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did also to the prophets. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also, and from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. As you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, to get back the same amount. But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Here ends the Gospel reading. This is another early Welsh prayer. Almighty Creator, who has made all things, the world cannot express all thy glories, even though the grass and the trees should sing. Thou hast wrought such a multitude of wonders that they cannot be equalled or expressed. It is not too great toil to praise the Trinity. It is not too great toil to praise the Son of Mary. Amen. Chapter 8 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert All the ways of this world are as fickle and unstable as a sudden storm at sea. Aata and Cuthbert and all the rest were thrown out of Ripon, and the monastery they had built was given over to other monks. This change of place did not weaken our athlete of Christ in his determination, once taken, to do battle for heaven. He followed the words and actions of Boisil with undiminished fervour, but he was struck down about this time by a plague which was ravaging the length and breadth of the country. My source for this is Herefrith, a priest of the saint's own community and later bishop of Lindisfarne, who had the story from Cuthbert himself. The monks spent the whole night in prayer, for they felt that they could not do without him on account of his holiness. His reply the next morning, when one of the monks mentioned the vigil, for they had kept it quiet from him, was, Then what am I lying here for? 
God will certainly have heard the prayers of so many good men. Fetch me my shoes and stick. He got up there and then and tried to walk with the stick. Day by day his strength came back until he was quite recovered. Only the swelling on his thigh seemed to move inwards, and for almost the whole of his life he was troubled with some internal pain, so that, to quote the Apostle, strength was made perfect in weakness. Boisel saw that he was better, and prophesied that he would never again be stricken by the same malady. At the same time, said Boisel, I warn you not to lose the chance of learning from me, for death is upon me. By next week my body and voice shall have lost their strength. Cuthbert knew that he was telling the truth. Then tell me, what is the best book to study, one that I can get through in a week? St. John the Evangelist, Boisel answered. I have a commentary on it in seven parts. With the help of God, we can read one a day, and perhaps discuss it if we want. It was done as he said. They were able to finish quickly, because they dealt not with the profound arguments, but with the simple things of the faith which worketh by love. On the seventh day, when the reading was finished, illness overtook Boisel, and, this I recount with gladness, he entered into the joy of eternal bliss. He is believed to have unfolded all Cuthbert's future during that week. He was a prophet, and a very holy man. Three years before the epidemic came, he foretold it to Abbot Aata, and did not conceal the fact that he would perish. Aata, he said, would not be carried off, but would die of what the doctors called dysentery. His prophecy turned out right. He hinted to Cuthbert that he would be a bishop. Afterwards, when he was living a hermit's life, Cuthbert would not mention the predicted honour, except occasionally to his brethren. If, he would lament, I could live in a tiny dwelling on a rock in the ocean, surrounded by the swelling waves, cut off from the knowledge and the sight of all, I would still not be free from the cares of this fleeting world, nor from the fear that somehow the love of money might snatch me away. We come to our prayers of intercession. Almighty God, who has taught us to make prayers and intercessions for all, we pray for ministers of religion and all who guide the thoughts of the people, for artists, authors, musicians, and journalists, and politicians, that our common life may be crowned with truth and beauty. For all who heal the body, guard the health of the people, and tend the sick, that they may follow in the footsteps of Christ, the great physician. For all 
on whose labour we depend for the necessities of life, for our farmers and our growers, and for all who carry on the commerce of this world, that they may seek no private gain which would hinder the good of all or harm the environment of which we are a part. For parents and children, that purity, love and honour may dwell in our homes, and duty and affection be the bond of our family life. For all who draw nigh unto death, that they may know thy presence with them through the valley of the shadow, and may wake to behold thy face, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect O God, who by the preaching of thy blessed servant David didst cause the light of the gospel to shine in an age of darkness, grant, we beseech thee, that having his life and his labours in remembrance, we may show forth our thankfulness by following the example of his zeal and patience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally, a prayer for ourselves. We commend unto thee, O Lord, our souls and our bodies our minds and our thoughts, our prayers and our hopes, our health and our work, our life and our death, our parents and brothers and sisters, our benefactors and friends, our neighbours and all Christian folk, this day and always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.